Welcome to the Morning Sanity Check, where we talk about the different pillars of resilience, spiritual, physical, social, and mental. Join us so we can talk about it, then be about it. Let the show begin. Good morning, good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to another Sanity Check. My name is Seth. And I'm Camille. Yes, yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're here to help you get your week going straight and to continue going on. And also, too, if you had any hiccups, we're here to help you uh, to find out if you need a sanity check or a sanity slap across the face. So, But if this is your first time joining us, y'all, make sure y'all go to StreamYard.com forward slash Facebook. Let us know that you're here so you can join in the conversation. Okay, this is going to be a dope, dope, dope show. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. And let us know where you are right now. Where are you watching this? All right. Come here. What's going on with you? How, how's your How's your weekend? My weekend? Oh, well, my weekend is just starting yesterday. It was really easy. I didn't mm-hmm. do a whole lot. Um, You know, just trying to catch up on some things. And I had a lazy day yesterday, kind of. <laughs> so it was it was good, but my week has been super busy. Hey, Herm. And um, but other than that, it was good. How was your week? You know what? It was it was all right. Busy, of course, you know, yeah. doing this, doing this, this, this new gig, right? Um, I feel like um I took some time off to retire, then I jumped back in, yes. <laughs> just changing my uniform, and now I'm like a first sergeant in a way, you know, managing yeah. and people being a mediator and you know just talking to people but it's it's good because a lot of times individuals just want to really listen want someone to listen to them good morning good morning absolutely yes yes so let me give a shout out to my friend angel real quick she'd be on here every single week you see inez on there Mm -hmm. but um hey i just want to say thank you for your support i see you every single week and every single time i'll be like i want i'm gonna say hey to angel but she's on here and thank you for supporting us thank you thank you and thank everyone that take the time out to get up this early like her more time off yo i feel you (laughs) i feel you i do understand that so camille how was your last show on the uh linus lair how was that It was fun. Um, So we talked about, you know, being uniquely you, you know, authentically you. And um, man, I tell you, that show was probably the funnest one I did. We kind of cut up a little bit. I don't know what was going on, but, you know, we were being just uniquely us. You saw Mm -hmm. a lot of our different personalities and the other side of us. Mm -hmm. But the Linus Lair has been going very, very well. So thank you all for your support there, too. So, you know, we want to give you what you, you know, what you're looking for, but just sharing our experiences at the same time. So absolutely. So, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you share this. Right. It's seven of you on right now, which is cool, but we can do better because today we got a show for you. And to talk about being you uniquely you. How about those individuals that are so controlling? They don't want you to be uniquely you. They want you to be a mini them. Okay. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Dealing with controlling people, overbearing people. And sometimes those individuals feel as though it's all out of love, but they don't know that you are suffocating. You understand? Yes. Because no matter what you do, you were if whatever you do that's not in line with what they think you should do, 
they got a problem with it. You feel me? So yeah. Camille, so what, what is your definition of a controlling individual? Um, for me, controlling people are those people who, you know, they say that they, they want you as you are, but as soon as you, you get there in their space, they want to change you and morph you into whoever they want you to be, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So they will start to, to do a lot of things to tear you down. And then you'll start trying to kind of fit whatever mold in order to um, keep peace, so to speak. Yes. And then at the end of the day, you'll lose you. But those are the people that they want you to be what they want you to be, right? not who you are. So right. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, the crazy part is, is that sometimes, a lot of times controlling individuals they want to control the whole entire situation, right? By yes. placing themselves in charge and doing everything themselves. And, you know, they they say they want your help, but in actuality, they really don't. They just want you there, but not to do anything. And so, yes. but it's not just about those mm -hmm. other people, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Sanity Check. If this is your first time on here, we talking about you too. Are you the overbearing individual that don't know how to let folks do what they need to do, right? Are you controlling or want to be a controlling individual? And how do you go about doing that, right? Now, so we're going to go through the different signs of controlling individuals that in different levels, meaning you may be a controlling parent, and don't get me wrong, there are times when it's necessary, but then is there's times when you can be doing too much. And here it is. Your child is 45 years old. You dig? Let it go. OK, so we're going to talk about that a little bit about the job when you're dealing with a controlling supervisor, if you will. Or maybe you're that hovering supervisor that won't let, you know, individuals do their job. Right. And then we're going to go into spouses. So, Camille, what what how would you define being a controlling, let's say, for example, a um, a controlling parent, a overbearing parent? Oh, yeah. So overbearing parent, I, I would say, um, or a controlling parent, you know, you want to um, control your child's every move. You want to tell them what they should do, what they should think, um, how they should be without ever. Uh, asking them how they feel about it. You know, it's everything that you say is automatically right because you're the parent and you know what's best while your child is trying to tell you that this is not working for me. It's like, well, if you only did what I said, then, you know, it wouldn't turn out that way. Now, I think as all parents, you know, we probably have said that a time or two, <laughs> especially when things didn't go the way that, you know, the child thought it would and it happened the way. But there's a difference. Yeah. Um, in being controlling to where you don't have those conversations afterwards that there's a lesson learned. It's just a, you should have done it this way if you'd have done this, you know, and that's a constant beat down mm -hmm. of that child. Um, and you're trying to morph them into what you want them to be right. instead of letting them learn, you know, from all those things and help them and guide them in the way that they're created to be. Absolutely. And, you know, there's times when we know what the right course of action should be and we call ourselves you know letting them find out the hard way or just letting them find out but then as soon as we come back around and say okay so what did you learn i told you blah 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 you don't make it better you know what i mean you don't make it better it's like look i, I 
I was born, you know, maybe from you, but I'm still an individual, right? I still have to learn things. And just because you learned it, kind of like what we talked about last week, just because you arrive at whatever age you you have here i am i'm 13 years old you expect me to make 45 year old uh moves you get what i'm saying look how long it took you to get there you dig so let, let me you know so parents out there and shout out to all of those mothers out there chief i see you watching shout out to everybody that's out there that have the love for their children but it's a balance. You get what I mean? It's a balance. Like, for example, I I love my daughter to death, right? But I know that she's going to have to fall a little bit so she can learn. Now, my, my goal is I want her to fall, feel it, and get up and go. But I don't want her to fall and stay there. And then I sit there and say, look what you did. See, that's why you're there. Right. Blah, blah, blah. You get what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You'd have done what I told you. You wouldn't be in that situation. I don't even know why I told you in the first place because you don't ever follow my advice. Exactly. You don't follow my advice. But, you know, like <laughs> just beating them while they down. It's like, okay, are you going to give me some tools to help me get up? You know, exactly. but it's that control that I'm always right mm-hmm. and you're not. Yes. So. Yes. And you know what else? What about those individuals, right? That here it is. And, and it may be parents, it can actually be into in relationships or, or just friends. You are, you know, they given a suggestion, okay? You take the suggestion, you listen to it, but you go in a different way, you know, just because you are a different person. You yes. Those individuals take it to heart because you didn't follow their direction and then now they they take it personal hey good morning chief look they make it they take it so personal like hey i heard what you said but there is another way to do things you get what i mean and then watch this even if what you said was absolutely right and i could have avoided that Mm-hmm. I still have to learn my way. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, when you're dealing with controlling individuals, there's a certain way to communicate with them so they don't feel as though what they're trying to give you is, isn't worthy. Does that make sense? So Camille, how do you deal with those type of individuals? Probably not well. <laughs> to be honest, mm-hmm. because I'm like, you know, I'm a whole person. Like, mm-hmm. I'm 43 years old. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm capable of making decisions and good decisions. I've heard right. what you said. You know, I appreciate your advice, your input, but it also has to feel right for me. Um, it has to feel right. I don't, just because you say it doesn't mean that I'm going to act right then and there. I have mm-hmm. to think through that thing, and I have to think about the consequences of doing it that way versus another way. Or if the timing is right, or if it's an investment, you know, if my money is right, or, you know, what does this look like for me on the other side? So I have to, you know, I always say I march to the beat of my own drum. So Mm -hmm. whenever it hits me, it'll hit me. And I'll acknowledge that, yes, you may have said this before. I don't know why it took you so long. Well, it took me that long to process it and to make it okay for me, you know. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But what I don't do is make excuses for doing it my way. 
Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Shout out to everybody that's watching right now. Good morning. Good morning, Lily. Good morning. Okay, hey, good. and Ron Gribble. Hey, that's the silver, silver <laughs> box. That's my man right there. Thanks for tuning in. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how to deal with controlling people and also how to uh, understand those signs. How do you know that you're dealing with someone that's controlling? <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, like, how do you deal with those? So, for example, they they, uh, you know, sometimes they want to tell you or force you what to what to say to uh, to other people, what to eat, what to drink and what to wear instead of listening to what it is you want. You know what I mean? Maybe. OK, you might be right. Maybe I should not eat this but maybe I want to. So right. you're going to be butthurt because I don't want to eat what you're eating? Like, it's okay. You, right. You know, yeah. But you know, but for real, those individuals yes. are controlling. Listen, if a person say what you yes. need to do, pause. If a person say, well, if I would do, <laughs> I would pause. Now, I don't need to do nothing. You get what I'm saying? I'm letting you talk. And then if I go next door anyway, that's my problem. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the problem is, you right. see? Yes. So now, how, how do you, you know, what, what signs would you say that you see that mm -hmm. uh, that uh, when individuals are controlling? Um, I, I think being in that situation and being with a controlling person, you know, it was, um, well, I want to go to that part because that's part of it. You know what I mean? Like when somebody's trying to control the way you eat, when you eat, the way you dress, or they always have, you know, throwing jabs at you when you don't do it that way. Oh, well, you know, it don't look that good anyway. Or, you know, and it's like, mm -hmm. what is it about me that vexes you so much? And if it does, then, you know, if there's a problem with everything that I do, why are you with me? Right. Why? You know what I'm saying? Like, look, look, shout out to what you said. To your point, she says, I feel controlling individuals take out their insecurities on you. Absolutely. You can be grinding and doing well, but they will try to bring you down. Be yes. you for you. Absolutely. Look, like we said before, look, people wake up to their own alarm clocks, right on. There's that some folks me. that's still hitting the snooze button, but you got other folks that get it, boom, and then they're gone. We're different. Yes. <laughs> and But it's, to, to her point, you know, she's talking about insecurities, it is, and a lot of it is rooted in fear. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's fear of, you know, that person you making more money or you having more um, influence or you being more popular or, you know, they feel like in the family structure, if it's a woman and she's doing these things that he's going to lose his position in the family or, you know, a lot of it is, is fear. And we'll get to, to some of that later on, but that's absolutely, and it is a form of emotional abuse, which we'll talk about. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand, they don't know the signs so that they, you know, recognize those signs so they can say, wait a minute, this is not normal. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, this is not a healthy relationship or a healthy way to deal with these things. But all of you guys are absolutely right. Yes. You know, and and, and I say one of the things that I, I when it started to hit me uh, being in that situation was I always felt like I was walking on eggshells. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know what to do. I was like, you know, you don't want to ruffle too many feathers every time, you know, somebody says something and you're like, okay, you know what? I'm just not going to say anything because I don't know if it's left or right, but not saying anything is also wrong the moment you say something. And it was just like, I felt like I was trapped. Like, I didn't know who to be. I didn't know how to react you know, in those situations or when that person, I didn't want to upset the situation, which very easily could be triggered because that's one of the signs, you know, that they get real triggered over nothing. Mm -hmm. But um, so the ability to recognize the signs is very, very important. And you got to know that before you can deal with anybody. Absolutely. Absolutely. And ladies and gentlemen, uh, we want to say again, good morning, good morning out there. Good morning, good morning. We're talking about dealing with controlling people. And let me state it, uh, you know they're controlling when when they keep following up with giving their quote unquote advice. Did you do blankety blank yet? Or how come you haven't done blankety blank yet? And also, too, you're absolutely right. Also, too, another sign is when individuals are intentionally trying to embarrass you in yes. front of your friends, family, or even on social media, like it, like they would tag you in something and, and put you out there on Fresh Street. What are you doing? You get yes. what I'm saying? And that is a sign of their insecurity. Keep this in mind. I'm going to repeat that again. Individuals that intentionally try to embarrass you, right, in front of friends, family, co-workers, or whatever the case it is, face-to-face or on social media, because, you know, there's a lack of uh, testicular fortitude there. (laughs) So they were getting behind (laughs) board and say these things to be out of line. But there's a sign that's another sign of them being controlling. You ever dealt with that? I absolutely. I've dealt with that in friendships and, mm-hmm. you know, at work mm-hmm. and, you know, in relationships. Uh, mm-hmm. In a friendship, it was, you know, everything about me was wrong and it was embarrassing me, you know, picking up, oh, look at this and she don't have this or she don't, you know, like I got this. And I'm like, why would you, you know, like what, what's the point? And, you know, and it goes. funny though. It's it's not, not it was funny. It, it, it's under, you know what it is, is underline low-key hate it's a taint of hate yeah. you know what i'm saying because they want to put you on blast a little bit because yeah. you're not doing what they think you should do or it's an insecurity of theirs so they want to mm-hmm. point out your flaws to to take it away from them to to deflect it onto you and it's like at the same time it's like why like why would you do the why would you just embarrass me in front of people like that like what they don't need to know my personal business you know you tell them a secret and then they turn around and use it against you and you're like they happy is what it is like, well they, this is true they, too they, they <laughs> yes they feelings hurt you see yeah. they feelings hurt from back in the day right and so <laughs> what it is they don't know how to deal with it right on so what they do is they see somebody else happy and then now they're looking for little holes and cracks they Ah, boom, gotcha. You feel me? Boom, hey, gotcha. And then they want to put you on front street in front of everybody like it's going to bring you down. Yeah. But the way that we may pick it up, it may bring us down because I trust you. I love you. I respect you. But this is what you do to me, knowing I wouldn't do that to you. You get what I mean? But, you know, we always talk about, you know, you can't really expect people to treat you the way you would treat them because they don't do that. No. But, you know, it, it it is. I've been, like I said, 
in that situation with a friend that was constantly like that, I had to reevaluate that friendship. And finally, I said, like, what the heck is going on here? You know, and then in my relationship, I found that, too. It was even as a couple, you know, it was in front of other people, like saying things to like belittle me and, you know, and I was like, at first it was a shocker. And I'm like, why would you say something like that? You know, and then after a while it became a pattern. Mm-hmm. And it was a very predictable pattern. I knew that when we were around people or if there was a certain, you know, that this was coming, would come. And, and so I'd just be like, oh, yeah, you know, and I tried to play it off at first. But then I just started being quiet. And then people around would be looking like. Yeah. You know, and then people like when you don't respond, sometimes people kind of like. I was uncalled for, you right. know, and, and so you kind of get that off of you. People can see what's going on. But, yeah, I've, I've dealt with that. You know, bosses that want to. Oh, it wasn't that good. You know, somebody compliments your event or something you do. Oh, it wasn't that good. Well, forgot to dot the I. Mm-hmm. Forgot to oh, dot yeah. the T. Oh, yeah, that was not this. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Low-key hating. Yeah, it's hate. No, high key hating. And yeah, low key or high key, right? Because, the, and also, too, and before I go to the, my next point, it it's really a problem when there's individuals in higher positions than you. Like, you've already made it and you kind of want to keep me subservient, right? You want yes. to keep me in a level of, I'm always having to do extra. And we're, and watch this. We're running two different races. Oh, 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 look, we're running two different races. And you telling me how the way I'm running is out of line. What? Right. We're on two different tracks. We don't yes. get out of my face. But listen, ladies and gentlemen, those that just chimed in and came in. Good morning. Good morning, good James. Morning. I see you out there. Look, y'all, we're talking about dealing with controlling people and not just dealing with them, how to deal with you, because you might be out of line. Right on. But here's another uh, sign of uh, controlling people. I don't know who's all dealt with this. I've had my uh, (laughs) my stint in this. But individuals that threaten to hurt themselves (laughs) or others in order to get what they want. Okay, again, individuals that threaten to hurt themselves or other people to get what they want. That is a sign of control because they either don't know how to communicate, don't know how to let, I guess, the process happen, whatever the case is. So they want what they want now. And I'm going to pull at your emotional strings in order to receive sympathy or maybe some empathy. I hurt so much. Well, wait, watch this. You hurt me so bad since you don't know. I'm going to hurt either myself or someone else just so you can feel it. That's out of line. Now, it you ever know, hey, chime in, anybody, ladies and gentlemen, that's watching our sanity check. Have you ever dealt with individuals like that? Camille, you ever dealt with somebody like that? You know, I might need to call my counselor and have her sit over here because. <laughs> You're bringing up some stuff, Seth. You're bringing up some stuff. But but see, that's the deal, though. Before you go into it, these are the conversations that we don't have, but we kind of want to know why we keep doing the same mess over and over again because we can't identify signs with either ourselves or other people to let us know, yo, we need to kind of stop what we're doing if we want a different result. 
You feel me? Yes. So go ahead, Camille. What you dealt with? Um, so real talk, real talk. I, yeah. I did have to go to counseling behind this controlling narcissistic relationship. And um, that was one of the big things, and that was what kept me um there for as long as I was, uh, was that threat of, you know, suicide. And you know, it's one of those things that you have to take seriously, but at the same time, it's manipulation. Mm-hmm. It's pl- exactly, mm-hmm. it's um, manipulation, and then it's like you feel this sense of responsibility to, you know, stay and deal with and try to make things the way that they want it, so that that doesn't happen. But ultimately, being somebody's caregiver, caregiver. <laughs> but ultimately, I had to realize that it wasn't me. Yeah. It wasn't about me. There was nothing that I could do to stop it or, you know, if that was going to happen or whatever. But I couldn't continue to be controlled and manipulated and emotionally and verbally abused because I felt that responsibility for making, you know, the place peaceful or whatever for this person. And that was a lot to carry. That was a lot to carry. And um, so I did withstand a lot because of that threat Mm -hmm. and again you know when you talk about suicide you talk about self-harm or harm for other people you have to take it seriously but they don't give us those tools you know when you're in a relationship with somebody um and on the other side of it Mm -hmm. you know to figure out what's the manipulation part of it and what's not you know what i mean and thankfully that never happened but um yeah, it, that that's a hard thing to deal with because yeah. you, you when you love somebody, you want to make sure that they're okay, you know, holy. But a lot of that stuff really shaped how um, I deal with I dealt with future relationships, mm-hmm. and, and unfortunately, <laughs> working through that. But unfortunately, you know, they don't get that softer side anymore because I'm like, oh no, you're not about to manipulate me, you that's know. Right. <laughs> so, and, and, and I mean, the good yeah. part is, is that. It's not necessarily a softer side or even a harder side, but no. you have a you you've changed your yeah. level of um you of uh, I guess acceptance of mess. Like me personally, ladies and gentlemen, if y'all don't know already, uh, I have a short tolerance for incompetence and also <laughs> excuses. I really hate that. I I. I, uh, what is the word? What is this? As low? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and it gives me the bubble guts, right? Because I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I, stop it. You feel me? So I, I don't, I've shut that off because we have seen so many, we have so many examples of individuals that you or that take uh, uh, different uh, adversities and different things and still push forward. But now, I'm forcing myself to sit here and stomach you talk crazy, right? And well, you know, I'm gonna have to do this if I don't get what I want. Well, you know what? Listen, I'm not telling you to go on and do it, but what I'm gonna say is I'm about to go over here. Do what you need to do for you. You understand? Because what you're not going to do is pull me into your emotional vortex. Okay, your emotional vortex, ladies and gentlemen, the vortex is the middle of a tornado. You dig? And so when individuals is going around like this, they will pull you into it. And now you going around with them too. and destroy everything in this path. 
everything. But what you're not gonna do is pull me in your cuckoo-ness with you, right on? Now, right one on. more uh piece we're gonna talk about real quick before we go into our break, right? Or yeah. is another sign is when individuals how can I say this? This so they want to stop you or prevent you from uh, connecting with your friends or family. Isolate you. Yeah, right, 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 right. So those are the individuals that want to isolate you from individuals that you like, love, trust, but they don't like, love, trust. And so they don't want you to, you know, deal with them, you know, like love and trust them. And that too is a controlling mechanism or a, uh, a sign. So we also have to be cognizant if we're that type of person too. Yes. You feel me? What do you think about that, Camille? Seems like something just, uh, <laughs> <laughs> right? like I told you, y'all, look, I dealt with this for years, right? So okay. it is sometimes, you know, going back and talking about all the those little things and you see the signs and let me, and let me be clear with, um, each individual thing in and of itself may not be a controlling thing, yes. a controlling person. You know, it might be situational or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you deal with this stuff constantly, mm -hmm. all the time, and it's all of these things, you mm -hmm. know, it's, you know, you're dealing for or more than a couple, you know, you're dealing with a, um, a controlling person. But I was the same way. And it was like, you know, I was isolated in a sense. You're not know, to talk to my family, but I was, you know, away or whatever the case may be. But it's like, I don't want you in my family. Don't say anything about, you know, what's going on. Don't talk to my friends about this. Don't, you know, say this. When we're in public, everything is good. Just be quiet, you know, sit down and, and, and take a corner, whatever the case may be. And then pretty soon again, you're like, who am I? You know, I don't have anybody that I can call and that I can tell this thing because, you know, all of our friends and family are the same or, you know, our, our circles mm -hmm. are the same or whatever. Um, and so without feeling like I'm telling your business too, and then you start to withdraw from everybody because you don't want to, you know, oh, why'd you, know you say this? Is, yeah. Why'd you, yeah. And then if you do say something, why'd you say this to someone? So you know, and you know, you're like, okay, so I'm not going to say anything anymore. And so they don't necessarily isolate you in a sense all the time, but you isolate yourself because you don't want to deal with the backlash or That's you right. don't want to put yourself in a position where they're like looking at you like, oh, you know, glaring at you like what you over there saying or what you doing or why mm -hmm. you got to be with them, you know, and it's like, can I get some peace? Right. I just want some peace. Just you know what I mean? Absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, we just got to understand those things, right? Because there's sometimes, and, and I, I do agree with this is that being in a relationship and of course if, if being in a relationship there needs to be a level of understanding okay meaning what goes on in the house right is you don't hear uh, yeah, yeah, right no yeah. but but, but it's, it's it's a key to this right so what goes on in the house we need to be cognizant of you know not necessarily letting individuals into the ins and outs because yes. sometimes we can expose loopholes you understand because mm -hmm. somebody running off at the mouth too much right and so now somebody was waiting uh oh see hey hey it's some trouble in paradise right <laughs> let me go on and slide on it but yes. it's not just that you also have to be you have to be cognizant of being a unit yes. right yes. all right listen 
I don't care what we're going on throughout here, but when we go outside, we're doing this together. Yes. Okay, we're doing this together, no matter what, uh, um, you know, what environment we're in. And then if I'm not there, I know that you're speaking highly of oh, me and yes. vice versa. You yes. feel me? Mm-hmm. Sometimes those individuals yeah. are so insecure. They don't they, look, look, they think you're going to, as soon as you go home, you go right, yeah, as soon as you go home, like you take a little trip, not, now you're going to tell your mama that I've been hitting you in the mouth. You, no. know, or you, you know what I mean? I told you to shut up. Whatever. Yeah. I ain't abusive y'all. I'm just saying. And, yeah. But so those individuals are so controlling. All right, look, what you're not going to do is go over. As a matter of fact, I'm going with you because I don't like them and I don't know what you're going to say. Yes. Keep it. What you think about that, Camille? Well, truth be told, and I'm thinking about this. Truth be told, when you're in like an emo- emotional or uh, verbally abusive relationship, yes, you don't want to go home and tell nobody either way because you'd be embarrassed. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like I'm not going over there and telling all my business. You know, me is like uh, I keep my business pretty under the wraps until I'm done because I don't want to put nobody on an emotional roller coaster while I'm on one, you know, so I'm not going home. But those controlling people feel that way because they know that they're controlling. Mm -hmm. Well, most of them do. Uh, Know that they are and they're manipulating and everything. So they don't want you to have that time with somebody to be able to tell. But, you know, it's like a lot of things that I I just did not tell, like my family until, you know, it was all said and done because I'm like, first of all, I don't know how to get out of this thing yet. You know, Mm -hmm. I I'm here, but I'm still trying to work out some things and I don't want to be, you know, they'd be like, oh, you dumb girl, why don't you just do what? If it was that easy, I would have done it. You know, now right. it's a little bit different. I got some skills. I can walk away easily, but, mm-hmm. you know, um, they do that. And it's just like, good God, you know, you feel smothered. You can't breathe. You don't have any outside friends. I can't take my girl's trip, you know, because you feel like I'm going to be doing this, but lo and behold, you're probably doing something anyway. That's the whole other story, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You want to control. And then a lot of times those individuals that want to be the most controlling and worried about, like you said, what they're what you're doing. They've been doing it the whole damn time. Right. You know <laughs> so, yes. Yes. Chief says, Camille, what was your family's response when you finally told them the truth? Hold on. Okay. Before we go into that, I want you to make sure you hold on to that, uh, Camille. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a pause for the calls, okay? We're going to answer that question for the chief. And then we're also going to get into the causes, all right, of controlling individuals. So to help you to understand them and also to help you understand yourself because you, you might be going through some things you need to work on out. So while we're taking this pause, make sure you share this and uh, we'll be right back. Right on. Right on. Integrity Consulting and Professional Services LLC is a minority, female owned, nonprofit management consulting agency located in Humble, Texas, north of Houston. The owner, Jackie Dozier, has over 36 years of nonprofit and for profit business management experience. She can take your idea from thought to manifestation while offering a myriad of services to help you successfully manage your business along the way. Her services include state filing anywhere in the United States, getting your employee identification number and 501c3 tax determination, providing cooperative and service agreements and mandatory documents, one-on-one grant writing training and consultation, board and staff development, and more. Ms. Dozier's clients include the U.S. Departments of Health and Human Services, the Administration of Children and Youth, 
U.S. and Caddo Parish, Louisiana Departments of Education, and the list goes on. References are available. Check her out on our Facebook page, Integrity Consulting and Professional Services, LLC, and contact her by email at integrityconsultingpsllc at gmail.com. Rates are competitive. Say you heard about her on Sanity Check for a 5% discount. ICPS, providing all of your small business and grant writing needs with integrity and professionalism. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the Sanity Check. We're talking about how to deal with controlling people and overbearing folks. Okay, in the last discussion, we talked about um, dealing with those individuals that want to keep you isolated from your fans, family, and, and, and co-workers, right? And so there was a question that popped up, right? And the question was, Camille, what was your family's response when you finally told your truth? Camille? Uh, put up my mom's comment. <laughs> okay. Go ahead, and I'll let you read it for those that's so, listening. It says, Danielle, as a mom, I wanted to kick butt. Flew all the way to Europe for three weeks to mediate and to let my feelings be known. No fear when it comes to my fabulous five and theirs. Mm-hmm. So, as you can see, <laughs> support, love. <laughs> you know, my mom was always ready to fight on my behalf, you know, but... Um, it was. It was It was a lot of love and support, and people understood because I wasn't the only one in my family that went through something like that. We don't talk about it a lot, you know, and um, didn't talk about it. But once I started sharing, then, you know, my other family members were like, and I, and I didn't tell everybody. Like I said, it took a couple of, you know, a long time for a lot of people to, to figure out that I, had, I was no longer in a relationship. But, um, yeah, my family supported me to no end. And um, my friends did too. And a lot of people was like, there's no way because I was under that, you know, you keep what's going on behind closed doors. When you leave, you know, there's a united front. And so I was, I, I, I learned how to put on a happy face. I learned how to cover up the, the pain and, and the distress I was in. And I immersed myself in work and helping other people as I was going through um, but I was slowly dying inside. And, and my mom would tell you she flew because I, I thought I was going to die. I thought I was going to die from a broken heart. I thought I was going to die from just like I, I was so in such a um, I didn't know who I was. I was always on eggshells. I was always and I was just like my heart literally hurt so bad, you know. And so my mom came and she uh, was very supportive. And, and, you know, those my mom and that individual are still friends and close and you know people are always like well what happened well you don't know all the the other stuff you know there's another person that y'all know now or you know we've gone through some things but uh my mom was ready to come up there and throw some blows like mm-hmm. you know but but my family was very supportive and very loving and um it was different a different response actually than i thought that i was going to get because you know you you fear that you're so dumb like why would you stay in that why you know you could have just whoa, whoa, whoa. and you don't want to hear that because you're already feeling a certain type of way and so um you know I, I was blessed she says so true and that's how it should be i was met with the exact opposite that i was destroying his career and needed him to live it took me completely isolating everyone to realize i made the right decision you know what 
often true. Yeah, that's often true. And uh, shout out to you for doing that. It takes a lot, right? Because, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about how to deal with controlling people. Sometimes those individuals are extremely influential, right? To the point where nothing they do is ever wrong. And then they'll flip it to like, well, you are the problem. Okay. And there's times when you have to say, okay, right on. Let me go on about my business. First of all, and second of all, keep you out of my business, you see, but it may take that time to, you may need that time to step away from them and other uh, situations that's connected to them. What I mean by that is sometimes even on social media, because it seems like most of our life is there. You might want to look at the mute, even mutual friends. You know what? Bah, let me just, you know, cut ties here because if we are truly friends, then it doesn't matter how we're connected. We're still going to be friends. And if a person get butthurt because you unfriend them on Facebook, then mm-hmm. their priorities are out of line. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yes. And, and, and right. What Janae says is they are, they're good at gaslighting. Absolutely yes. right. Absolutely. So that was that was me too. That gaslighting was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I was overly sensitive. Oh, she just being this, or you know, she that yeah. ain't how it is, or whatever. Um, and I, I did have to cut off a lot of people yeah. um because of that, because I'm like, y'all have no idea, you know what I mean? And you can say what you want to, but we know the truth, you know. And at the it was a point where I didn't go into all the things that were happening, but I had to face the accusations of yeah. you know, lying and all this and stuff until he was honest about it. And mm-hmm. then it was like, oh, no, sorry, it's not going to work for me right now. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I get it. I get it. <laughs> and, and, but I mean, you know, and, and a lot of times, too, ladies and gentlemen, individuals are quick to tell you what you should do when they've never been in that situation. Hold on. Listen. They've never been in that situation, but they're so controlling. They want to control things that they've never done before. Why are you trying to control my business? Like, you don't get your crazy wish you could have such and such a self out of my face telling me what I need to do. And you don't even have the desire. Listen, you don't even have the desire to do what I'm doing. You don't even have the heart. Listen, you don't even have the mental capacity (laughs) to even dream about what I want to do. But you real quick to tell me what I should do in that environment if you don't get out of my face with yes. it, right? So you can do one or two things. You can watch me from a distance or go on about your business. You did? Like we talk about that train. This train is a moving, right? On. You can jump on, right? You can jump off, but don't get in front of it because somebody just might get hurt. Can you dig it? I can dig it. I can dig it. It's real talk, real talk. And it, y'all, listen, control dealing with controlling people is a curse sometimes, right? It is a curse because you, 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 it's not even a curse, it, it's like an internal, it's a turmoil because you love this person, you respect this person, but it's like, damn, why don't you let me live? You get what I'm saying? Why can't I, why can't I do me? Y'all know that, you know that, that y'all remember that you do you, I do me, but yes. you want me, watch this, you want me. You 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 want to do you and want me to do you too? Yes, and I I, I have a hard time too. And I, I'll be honest, because of being in such controlling relationships, um, like at this point in my life, I'm like, 
I don't need you to tell me like <laughs> if you don't go about your business, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna just be looking like this far. Yes. And successfully at that, you know right. what I mean? And I have some some smarts and I, I know that this ain't this ain't right, but sometimes I'd be like, I don't know what kind of women like it's not one person, but I'm just saying since those things, mm-hmm. they'd be like, I don't know what kind of women you've been dealing with, but she ain't me. You got the right one, you know. Right. Like that doesn't work on me anymore, you know. I'm like, and then it it starts very subtly, you know. So there's these little things. So I try to now nip those things, and this is not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you right now, mm-hmm. it's not going to work for me. You right. know, you, you keep it up, and it'll be ha 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 right now, but it's not going to work for me. You right. cannot control me. You cannot. You can suggest. You can. You know, whatever, but I don't want to hear, oh, you should have done it. If you would have done it my way, if you didn't, I don't need to hear that because I'm not going back into that. Right. You're not going back into it. And the thing is, ladies and gentlemen, and also too, back to us, you have to be able to, and like uh, James said, right, you have to uh, set those boundaries. But also too, if you are a successful person, understand your boundaries as well, meaning advise, advise, and go about your business right let them do what they're going to do you yes. see what i'm saying and then listen you never know when they're going to come back around and say you know what you told me about last year 50 11 years ago i finally got it and in case in point it happened to me the other week earlier was the last week yeah last week on this day last week individual called me say hey sergeant miller i said wait a minute no, hey, miss this what you called me, but um, you know, he said, Hey, just want to say I appreciate everything that you said, blah blah blah, that day when we had the conversation. So I'm listening and I'm like, Okay, right on to myself, what is he talking about? <laughs> right? But the thing is, is that he finally came around to his conclusion. Uh-huh to his conclusion and we have to be honest and let individuals you know if we're transparent enough to share our experience we also have to know that it's for us to give it away what other people do with it is their business it ain't no listen as soon as you say it it's out of you now. It's done. Hey, what they say? It's above me now. Above me now. <laughs> right? So whatever happens, it's going to happen. And, but those individuals that have pride issues, they don't know how to let it go. So we're getting ready to go into this, y'all. The causes. So for some people, attempting to control situations or event is a way of coping with anxiety. Okay, so if you ever check it out on the medical news today, they says, for example, a person with obsessive compulsive disorder, right? OCD, and I'm in clinical, keep in mind, I am not a physician. And those of you that, you know, that, that go out there and say, well, you know, I got OCD. Do you even know what OCD is? Can you spell it the long way? So before you go, before you start talking about what you got, go get seen and get diagnosed and stop listening to your auntie that I don't even know it anyway. So, so these are individuals that have a post of, uh, uh, I'm sorry, excessive compulsive disorder, right? They uh, may need to have control over their environment or routine due to intense fear. Listen, intense fear of contamination or crime. Think about this, right? Contamination or crime, right? Treating the underlying anxiety 
may improve the person's symptoms. So th this goes in line with what we may need to do for ourselves or find the right way to interject this in, in, in a conversation that a person just might need some counseling. Because the reason why they may be trying to control you, they have other issues that they haven't dealt with that they just naturally have a controlling uh, spirit, if right. you will. And 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 you and you catching the back end of it and don't know where it's coming from. Yes. What do you think about that? I mean, that's a, we are, we talked about it all morning. You know, intimidation. They're intimidated. Uh, they're lacking something. There's a fear of something. You know, those things cause anxiety, and so they want to control that situation so that they, you know, almost to make it predictable, including other people. They want you to become predictable. They want you to to be who they want you to be. But the thing about it is that's important to note is that. Even when you recognize that there's a underlying issue, whether that's, you know, fear or maybe they just are a controlling person, they power hungry or whatever, you don't gotta accept it. <laughs> you know, you still have a choice. It's like, yes, I understand where this is coming from, but I still am not going to accept it for me. And that's super, super because a lot of people, what they do is they justify it. You know, mm -hmm. oh, well, as a kid, they did this and they didn't have this. So I understand. So I'm just going to deal with it. When that becomes a mental health issue, that becomes abuse. It crosses the line into abuse, um, you know, where you no longer know who you are, where you're going, walking on eggshells, everything in the house is like you have to make a decision, mm -hmm. you know, and, and if you choose to stay, then that's fine. But you can't justify the the fact that it's abuse because they have an underlying issue. Yes. It's still abuse. Yes. And you don't have to accept that. Absolutely. So I think that's important to note. No, no, absolutely. No, no, no. And you're absolutely right. No, you don't have to accept it. Mm -hmm. These are Well, these, we're talking about just the underlying issues. Right, what I'm right, just right. saying. We're talking yeah. about yeah, yeah, right. So we're talking about those underlying uh, you know, we're talking about those issues that may help them to identify or to understand what is going on because it depends on how the relationship is. If if the if the juice is worth the squeeze, if you will, then you might want to have this conversation and go with them to seek counseling, go with them to, you know, get to the root cause of things. And Absolutely. also too, ladies and gentlemen, family, if y'all just tuning in, good morning to you. This is the sanity check, making sure everything is good with you. And, and, and we're giving you tough love and a nice warm hug and sometimes around the neck, if you can dig it kind of tight. But we're talking about controlling, you know, how do you deal with controlling people? Now we're talking about the certain causes. Now check this out. This is a little bit of what Camille was uh, touching on but we're going to talk about the 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 causes but dealing with spouses or you know um significant others so abusive partners right uh you know they 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 often they often have learned controlling behaviors right from other forms of abuse or control right from other people so they may have grown up in an abusive household or learned from caregivers that is uh it, that is is the right way to exert power over their partner you dig what i'm saying so you got to remember back in the uh 30s and 40s even yo it it was a norm listen if she don't do what you say do you go ahead you reach in your back pocket you dig it clock but that's crazy. But you got to understand it was more than just 
what's right and what's wrong, it was a learned behavior and it was accepted. You see what I'm saying? It was very much so accepted. So, you know, there's things that we have to understand, not just, but be willing to understand from other individuals and also ourselves. We have to take personal accountability, all right? Maybe you are echoing an old thought process based off of how you were raised. If that is the case, check it at the door and realize this isn't the 80s anymore. This isn't the 70s anymore. This is 2021, almost 2022, and you're still thinking archaic. But so what we're talking about are causes and what individuals may have received those learned behaviors from. What do you think? Um, That's so true, but I want to bring it to the the now because there's still a lot of cultures in even in the U.S. and across the world where that's still acceptable. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, women are still to be seen and not heard. Um, it's still acceptable for you to, if you get out of line or you speak against, you know, whatever, or you tell somebody your business is still acceptable in those cultures or in those traditions that a man can still, you know, reach back and bust you in your mouth or your face or abuse you or even kill you. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, you know, this is when you're dealing with a controlling people or people in those types of cultures, um, it's important to know where to get help when you do decide to exert your boundaries or you do decide that you want to, you know, say, I'm not dealing with this. Sometimes that means seeking help at a shelter. Mm -hmm. And I'm just talking about, you know, from people that I know, um, you have to know where your resources are as well. Um, But you have to, at some point, if, if you're feeling like that, it's up to you to change the course for your children. Absolutely. You know, to start doing something different, like you were saying, when you say that this is not that anymore, or I've had enough, or this is where it stops. Um, understanding that sometimes there are repercussions, families will come look for you, you know, and, and I'm just being real and, um, and dealing with it and knowing people who have dealt with it and working with, you know, battered women and abuse and things like that, um, that have controlling, narcissistic, uh, angry, you know, spouses and not just women, but men as well. But um know where their resources are too oh yes and we're going to go go into that we're going to go into that um got some resources that individuals can call and and and, you know get to get that help locally right Right. but also too real quick to chief's uh question and she she went through and and you know said the things that they went through her and her our our ex Mm -hmm. uh, significant other and she asked why couldn't he tell me his insecurities in the beginning so we could grow together and so from a man's point of view from a man's point of view what i would say is there is a certain level of vulnerability that we have to be taught to be willing to show okay but also it's back and forth not saying that this was you but not only do we have to learn it we have to want to learn it first. Then we have to learn it, but then we have to feel free to exert it and to expose it. You get what I mean? Because there is a certain level of uh, vulnerability that is there. I am opening myself up to you to let you know that I don't know it, right? Like mm-hmm. I'm hurt. So with my hurt, I'm going to hurt you. And I don't want, listen, this is what a man a man could elevate to. I don't want to hurt you, but I'm still hurt. And so before I can explain to you that I'm, chances are I'm going to hurt you, 
I have been hurt so bad. I don't know how to connect with you, but to hurt you, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Being able to to explain that alone takes a certain level of um, uh, it, it takes it takes maturity. It takes love for you and it takes love for self. And it, and, and and meaning that I have to be willing to know that wherever this conversation goes after that, wherever this relationship goes after this conversation, that I was honest and open with you. I bared my soul yes. to you. You get what I'm saying? So that's from a man's point of view. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and I, I'll say from this side, uh, being years later um, after the relationship ended, uh, receiving on being on the receiving end of that conversation saying, Hey, um, this is where I was. It's not an excuse, but I want you to know, because, you know, apparently, like you said, there was a certain level of respect there, right. That I came back or he came back after he had matured and gone through some things. And, you know, there was a shift in him that he had to come back and he said, you know, it's not an excuse. And I know exactly what I did. Here's some of the reasons why. I'm not telling you to justify. I'm not trying to justify it. I just want you to know from my perspective. Mm -hmm. And I was wrong. And I'm sorry. And that came years later. But I was, you know, it it took me by surprise. But at the same time, I was so grateful. Because not just like he apologized to me. It wasn't about that. No. But to see the growth. Absolutely. In him. Mm-hmm. Yes, to see the growth and that that level of vulnerability and that, mm-hmm. like you said, because he was very egotistical and pride, nobody could you know be in. Yeah. But to see that other side, I was like, oh, there is a God, because That's I it. never thought that mm-hmm. I would see that. Never. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't matter that it came all these years later. What mattered to me was that he was growing and, and, and I was grateful for that. But, you know, sometimes we don't not everybody is, is privy no. to that. No, you know? no absolutely not. And, it, and it's just kind of, um, you know, that also is kind of like that. What do you do when somebody tells you they're sorry? Because you go through a whole lot of emotions like, mm-hmm. you know, why couldn't you say this? And if I don't know, you know, but oh, yeah. it's not for then. Nope. It wasn't for then. That's he right. had to go through and mature to get to that point to right. say, I'm sorry. And so, you know, I didn't throw that back in his face or nothing. I was very appreciative of it. But, you know, I did wish this, this could have happened years ago, but it happened in his time, in God's time, in the time that it was supposed to. So Exactly. And so before we go into that, I want you to answer this question, but I do want to make a point. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to understand this. We're talking about dealing with controlling people and when they actually arrive to the point where they know that they are controlling and out of line. Right. We have to understand that um, when they are able to communicate that, hey, I know I have an issue. It Again, we're talking about timing. You may not have been at the at that the, the, the time that you think that you were at. You may not have been able to receive it. You get what I'm saying? So it may have been just an excuse. No, you're wrong. Blah, blah, blah. All about me, 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 me. But yeah. there, there takes a level of um, there takes a level of maturity. So I, being a man or friend or whatever, can let you know, hey, this is something that I'm going through. And you being my significant other, allowing to accept it, to know that it's 
not about you. It's all about the totality of the relationship. And I want yes. to build it instead of break it down. So Camille, do you have that right now? What is gaslighting? So I was just typing it um, on there, but gaslighting is really when somebody else tries to like downplay your emotions. Like, you know how like you tell somebody like, I'm feeling like this and they be like, oh, you just sensitive. Oh, you just crying all the time. You just ain't nothing wrong with you. Exactly. And then, you know, they want to say that it's not what you're saying that it is, that, you know, you're just overly sensitive. You're always a crybaby. Or they they tell other people like, oh, she just lying. I didn't do that. And you're like, you're really going to sit here and say that you just didn't say that when you just said that, you know, and, and making you seem like you're over exaggerating the issues or your feelings or, you know, making them out to, to, to be a bad guy. Um, by sometimes flat out lying or, you know, like blaming it all, you know, she always emotional or she always hormonal or she, you know, this, and that's, that's gaslighting. Yeah. And just not taking accountability. No, like, they deflect it. So like, Hey, I did that. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. no, I, I did that. And, and not just did I do that. I know why you feel the way that you do. Right. Again, that takes a certain level of maturity, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about dealing with controlling people and overbearing people. And at times, let's be honest, we are those folks. So how do you deal with yourself? You know, look, no, for real, how do you deal when individuals do not do what you think that they should do? Are you able to sit back and go on about your business and not worrying about what other folks is doing based off of your counsel that they did not receive? You understand? Again, how do you respond? How do you feel when individuals do not do what you think they should have done based off of your counsel or your expertise. You just might be a subject matter expert in a specific topic, but you're not a subject matter expert in the whole thing when it comes down to someone else because they're a different person. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. let's, let's talk about that. How do you feel? How do you feel when individuals don't take what you say as, uh, you know, uh, like, do, do you feel a way about it or are, are you okay about that? What would you think, Camille? Um, I, I'm okay with it because I, you know, I've been going through this, this journey <laughs> of understanding the power of self, the power of choice, the power of mind and all this and all that. So I really do try to give that back to other people. Um, and so, and respect that, but I will say that, um, I don't get upset and I'm just like, okay, I did what I was supposed to do. I said what I said, whether they take it. And I often actually say that to the person and I'll say, you know, well, here's what I'm thinking. Or maybe, you know, did you ever think about this? And then I go, whatever you do with it is what you do with it. But, you know, I just wanted to give you that bit of information and I'm done with it. And, um, but sometimes when people have issues and they want to come back and talk to you about the same thing, you're like, look, all you got to do is do, you know, and you find yourself and then you have to go back and go, okay, they're not ready. They want to vent, but they're not ready. So I really do try to live by that same thing, by not trying to exert my opinion or my advice on somebody and then get upset when they don't take it. That's just not how I operate because ultimately I know how I feel and it takes me a while to process some things, you know, and I do it when I'm ready and I try to give other people the same grace to say, here's some information, take it, do with it what you will. You know, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. If you don't use it, I'm not offended. And I leave it at that. 
So. And and so Lily says, I've caught myself doing it out of concern for families slash friends who are venting, but I thought they needed advice. I've learned to just uh, listen without providing input. Yeah. And that's what I was going to say. Look, sometimes just wait and just ask, wait until they say or ask, what would you do? Or, yes. hey, if you were in this situation, what? Because, yes. yo, sometimes they don't want to hear what you got the damn say. Why well, you always got a story for everything, right? Yes. Like, right? And that was our last show, y'all. Y'all can always check that out. You can go to Roku and uh, or Amazon Fire. Make sure you download the Lions Pride Network to get all that goodness, even the Lioness Lair, right? But we talked about that when you're sharing your story. So when you're, when, 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 when you're sharing your story, realize when your story don't need to be shared. You understand? Just listen. Just, just shut up. Shut your mouth. You dig? Just shut up. Look. So a person may not need. Listen. Something may be wrong with my car. Okay. I have all the parts there. I just want to talk to you about me doing doing what I have to do with the car. I'm not asking you to fix it, or I'm not asking for you to give me a step by step on how to fix it. I'm just talking. You see right. what I'm saying? So let's just make sure we try to understand that individuals love us enough just to talk to us and wait for those key words. Hey, what would you do? Hey, what you think I should do? Hey, did you ever hear this? What did you do when this happened? You get what I'm saying? If you don't hear nothing like that, just say, oh, word, okay. I heard that. Shut up. You lied. What else? Or well, even when even yeah. when they come to you and say, you know, what I want to vent. I've also learned to say, OK, are you looking for advice or do you want me to just listen? Yeah. And I, I get that. I establish that up front so that I know that, you know, during the conversation, if I want to interject, they already told me that they don't want to hear nothing. They just want me to listen. So I hold all of that in, you know, and then again, when they do ask me those questions, then I know that that's a a, uh, you know, a, a flag for me to say, okay, you can go now. But, you know, I do ask that question. I'm like, okay, so do you want advice or do you want me to just You listen? know what? I'm going to tell you something. And look, shout out to Lily for being messy. She says, I'm only listening to the same issue. Twice. So, yeah, she's a mess, but I don't blame her. But because uh, I'm the same way too, right? Real short. And then my attention span out of line. Y'all know I do a lot. But look, you know, this, this is the deal though. I've pulled that back. Because I used to be a, 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 a proponent of that. Do you want me to give you advice or do you just want me to listen? Chances are, and I know we've said it before, it's in the book. Wait, why am I talking? Chances are, if you don't say anything, they're going to tell you what, what they want. And that is what I've been dealing with now in my new job, right? I'm sitting there and I'm just listening. I'm like, oh, they don't want, listen, they don't want nobody to fix nothing. Hey, they don't listen. They just need somebody to listen to their feeling. Listen, some, look, you know what I'm saying? So, but and, and I realized this because I the last time I did that same exact thing because I was like, yo, do you want me to listen or do you want me to give you advice before the whole conversation? And what I saw was they pulled back. They didn't want to say anything. That's that's just my opinion. Yeah. That's that's what happened to me. So I was like, oh, sure. So I, I chilled yeah. out on that. And I was just sitting there like, okay, what's going on? Right. And then I started to hear what they wanted because that they, in my situation, it may not be everybody's situation, that put up a quick wall because right. they're like, oh, man, now I need to be more prepared about how to talk to this person. 
I was like, I don't get, I don't get that, so to speak, because yeah. I think that people come to me to talk and they know I'm going to talk, listen, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But I know that what happens with me, the reason why I do that is because sometimes I'll just be trying to tell somebody something. And some people want to give you advice and they keep interjecting so much that you're like, will you just let me talk? Yeah. You know what I'm that. saying? Like, mm-hmm. will you just let me, I, I'm going to get to that. If you just be quiet and let me tell the story, I'll eventually right. get to that. So mm-hmm. it's so frustrating for me when people do that, when I go and I, Hey, I just want to tell you about something. And then everything, there's an interjection and it like completely derails your thought, you know, mm-hmm. your thought process. And so in order to avoid that, I do ask them, do you just want me to listen or do you want advice? Because when people want advice, you feel like in that moment when they're talking about that one thing that, okay, now I have to interject there, but mm-hmm. not understanding what that does to the other person. Mm-hmm. And that will deflate somebody and defeat right. somebody. you be like, you know what? Never mind. That's and I, right. I do that sometimes. I'm like, I'm done with the conversation. Like, I don't even mm-hmm. want to talk no more because I have to keep going back. And then I got to answer that. I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's frustrating. So it. that's yeah. why I do it. But people, I don't get people that go, Never mind. I don't want to talk about it. That doesn't happen to me. And, and, and no, and, and and so and the thing is, is in, in my situation, it didn't happen. I saw it. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like those words, they didn't say, "Nah, that's not right." But I just saw it. I just saw the shift change right. because they were open and everything that was decided about what they wanted to say. And then I kind of, I did it up front. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Because of my position and the way that uh i normally did things i remember right then and there i knew that i was working out of ego Mm -hmm. meaning it's not about me no more as soon as somebody comes to my office i'm just sitting them i let them sit down and i'm actively listening actively listening now if you come back and you keep coming back talking about the same mess Hey, no, so listen now. I'm, Those now, are the now, ones I'm talking about. Oh yeah. So <laughs> now, but see now, now I don't. Look, I, I, that, that's when I go to the five heartbeats. My 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 office hours are from nine to five. But then check this out. My empathy hours is shorter than that. You dig? So make sure you fall in line with those working hours. But when someone is just walking through the door, I just want to be cognizant of where they're coming from, so I can give them what they need. You get what I'm saying? So that I don't come off being controlling in the situation in my personal uh, space. James says they might be dealing with a controlling spouse at home and can't ever get a word in with them. So you might be uh, the one that they need to just hear them out. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why, you know, I give them that they know I'm going to listen either way. But, you know, I just want to be very cognizant of what a person needs. If they don't need my advice, I don't want to, you know, be feeling Mm -hmm. like that because I haven't asked that question. But for mm-hmm. me, like I said, I'm I'm very open, so I think that people trust that I'm going to do that. So they don't. Um, I don't get anybody that gets that turns mm-hmm. away or doesn't call me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's a a, a blessing. But I, I know how it feels to be that, and that somebody wants to tell you what your problem is, and you're like, no, that's not the problem. That's mm-hmm. just one of the things that's you know along. And then I'm trying to tell you what the problem is, but you're like, oh no, you need to fix this, or this is the problem. And and that's you know that's part of a controlling person yeah, too. Control. Sometimes you yeah. might go to a person that you want to vent to, but they're a controlling person too, and so they want to tell you what the problem. And you're like, no, like that's not it. Like exactly. just hear me out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just hear me out. So I'm yeah. just being in that situation. I'm just for me, it works for me. Oh yeah, um, no, to I do that. It. Yeah. I get it. And then and, and also too, ladies and gentlemen, we have to be, you know, aware of what works for us. Mm-hmm. 
and also what works for other people because that platinum rule is treat people the way they want to be treated you understand because just because you want to be treated a certain way some folks don't care you understand hey they don't care i don't care the way that you want to be talked to listen i don't care how you talk to me i'm giving you this ether you understand what i'm saying so listen to them see how they want to be treated and treat them as such if the relationship is worth it you understand if the relationship is worth it y'all we're talking about dealing with controlling people so now we're going to go into seriously how to deal with them okay and and some skills and tips because it might be your mama hey look it, hey it might be your boyfriend that's out of line it might be your old lady at home right she it, 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 you feel like you can't do nothing because she always why don't you do that if you don't why don't you shut listen that whole happy spouse happy house happy life happy wife thing listen when, when you gonna be happy you understand what I'm saying? You go sit there with your face all down, looking scrunched up all day because you going crazy making somebody else happy because they controlling your ass. Come on now. So, Camille, what do you think about that? How do you deal? What skills would you say that so, can use to deal with uh, controlling people? So for me, um, a lot of times, again, if it's uh, it depends on what what behavior they're exhibiting. So like, you know, when people start, they start making jabs or something like that, or, you know, I just get quiet. Like I told you, I get quiet. I don't uh, respond to it. And then people are like, you know, it's kind of like that person who's laughing at other people. But when everybody starts laughing then it's like, you know, and they feel a certain way and kind of back off. So um, that's one tactic that I use. Another thing is, you know, I'm, I'm clear about my boundaries. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes you know, no is a trigger word for somebody and no, you know, oh, you ain't gonna tell me, no, I'm a, you know, all this type of stuff. And so um, I'm just very assertive when it comes to my boundaries. And then I go, okay, so like we were kind of talking, are you asking, are you telling me, mm-hmm. you know, or um, so I hear what you're saying, but this is what I'm going to do. You know, I don't give them a chance to tell me, you know, you, you don't have the opportunity to tell me what I'm going to do. I'm telling you what, this is what I'm going to do. You can come or you can not, or you can do or you can not. So those are some of the tactics that um, I use. But how about you? What are a couple? I have a few more, but, you know. Yeah, okay. So what, 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 I, you? what I do is now. And so this is another thing, too, ladies and gentlemen. Every day that we wake up, there's an opportunity to learn, yes. right? To learn other people and to also learn ourselves. And so I had to learn that. You cannot control what people do or what people think. They're going to do that without your influence, right? Home. Right. So part of that, what I've learned to do was just to, and I'm still learning, to sit back, relax, and let the, and enjoy the whole process. However, to your point too, I set those boundaries about what's acceptable. You get what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say, ladies and gentlemen. You have to learn how to set those boundaries of what you can dig and what you can't dig respectfully. And then this is the deal. Don't let it get to the point where now you're ready to pop off. But this has been going on for so long. Where were you at so long ago? You dig and now you're trying to pop off on me. No, that's not it. Like, hey, look, uh, 
I don't feel this. Hey, look, I don't like this. It's never too late, though. It's never too late. Right. No, no, no. Don't get me wrong. No, no, listen. No, it's never too late. But what I'm saying is you want to make sure that when you do come out and say it, no matter how long it was going on, you want to make sure it's communicated from the right place. Because what will happen is we can be holding on to some mess and it finally come out, but you are ready to the tip of festivity. And to them, they're just getting it. Like, you know what I'm saying? So- no, it's never too late, but the way that we communicate is the key. So what I've learned is letting individuals know at the best way that I can um, make it, um, uh, the best way that they can receive it, but being honest and transparent about those boundaries, right? And then so what Lily says, back to the keywords, how has that worked out for you? Yes, those are keywords, right? And then I appreciate you sharing that with me, and uh, you know, in close conversation, absolutely. And but you know, and so this is what it did. See, see, listen, she's learning some some other skills. You dig on connectivity, and that's another thing we got to do, right? We have to learn what we don't know, mm-hmm. right? If you value the relationship, we have to do our own homework and finding out different ways to, uh, you know, to to educate ourselves. What other right. skills you got, Camille? So for me too, I, I noticed that um, when people like controlling people, if you don't do, you know, they escalate, they escalate. Mm-hmm. And um, I've said it before, I don't meet them with the same intensity unless you just really them piss me off. I mean, like I have to be at a you know point where I'm just like I'm totally done. But typically, what I do when I see that escalation going, I just kind of like keep my tone the same, and like I'm not yelling, you know, mm-hmm. like let's talk about it, let's have a conversation. You know, I can't hear you past the yelling or bring the tone down a little bit. You know what I mean? And and let's talk about this civilly so that you can hear me and I can hear you. So I'm big on that. When people start getting my gut, I'm like, bring it down just a little bit. You know, bring it. I can hear you. I'm right here. We're talking. Let's Mm -hmm. continue to talk. And then Mm -hmm. it's like, okay, even though they don't want to say what I want to, you can, but I can't hear that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So. Can we bring it down? Bring the tone down. We're not gonna go, you know, escalate. We want to talk about it. So that has helped me um, a lot. A lot of people it catches them off guard though, <laughs> so they don't know what to do. And they're like, I, I wasn't. Yet. Yes, you. Oh. And then it's like, oh, okay. You know, I can hear you better now. Now we can talk because I cannot. Yeah. I cannot hear through all of that. So I, I keep my tone very steady. You know, I keep an even keel. I don't you know, get all antsy and do all these things, I really kind of try to stay neutral in those situations. No, no, no. I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. And then so we have to also carefully choose the response. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? We have to carefully do that because there's times when, like what you're saying, it may escalate and and, and the conversation will go left when you're dealing with someone that's, um, you know, controlling. But I would say what uh, another tip for those out there that's dealing with controlling individuals is learning when the conversation is over. Hey, listen, realize, say, all right, I I get it. This isn't going to go anywhere else from here. We're we're not helping. So, So it's like this. If if we have a problem without a solution, then we're just going at each other. You understand? We're just going at each other. And that what I'm sure that was not the goal. You don't wake up in the morning and say, you know what? Yeah, I'm ready to start a fight. Let's get it. No, that's not it. So someone 
having to be able to realize where there's a mute point and mute it. You dig? So realize, okay, this conversation ain't, ain't, ain't popping right now. Maybe we should table this and maybe I need to calm down. This is when you say it to yourself. You don't say it to them because now it seems like you're using that Jedi mind trick. I need to calm down because blah, blah, blah. Then that might turn them up. Oh, so what you saying? I'm hype. I get no certain things. You just don't have to say to say, all right, I got it. I'll be right back. What you think? Yeah, and sometimes you do have to walk away. Sometimes you just have to say enough is enough. And I, I do that too. And anybody who knows me, when I'm done with a conversation, I'm done. And mm-hmm. when I say I'm done, that means I'm done. And I will literally say, I'm done with this conversation and I will not revisit it because it's not going anywhere. I'm not going to keep giving it the energy, but sometimes controlling people, they be like, oh, so you're just not going to finish this. Con-. It's a moot point. We're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. We're going round and round and I'm done with it. Oh, so it doesn't matter how I feel. So you just going to shut down when I say I'm done. I'm done. You know, and I, I enforce yeah. that boundary. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, and, you know, it, it's funny you said that. And I've noticed and, and had a situation where this almost I wouldn't say it, it backfired, but I saw the frustration. Another tool that you can use in that I'm I'm I'm, I'm getting better at and it, it's it's good. I mean, and the reason why I say it's good Come is back because, to it later. <laughs> yeah, no, no, kind of, but but not really. It's almost what you do is you remove the emotions out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me say absolutely. It's also okay not to be right understood all the time, especially on things that don't matter. Absolutely. So, but but with that being said, though, y'all, I get to the point where I I just go ahead and take my emotions out of it, and I say, all right, well, one plus one will always equal to not eleven. Mm-hmm. But yeah. what happens is. Folks be so mad and they want to control the situation so bad that that makes me even mad. Like, ah, stop giving me all this logic. But y'all, but so here's the, so the part what I'm saying is, is when you are, uh, when you are applying logic to a statement. So when, uh, when a guilt trip is given, because a lot of times those controlling individuals, they want to guilt trip you, right? Mm -hmm. Guilt trip you. So when the guilt trip is given, such as, you know, hey, well, I'm your mama, so you got to listen to me. Or you get what I'm saying? Or or you're you're my child, blah, 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 blah. Whatever the case it is, right? Because people say that. Or look, I'm the man, I'm the husband. Or I'm your wife, I do that. Da, 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 da. Listen, this is a great time to apply logic, right? Counteract the guilt with reason. Never, never emotion. You dig? Yeah. You never emotions. And then what you can also is say that, all right, you taught me that, I don't have to do anything is an appropriate response to, uh, you know what I mean? Instead, like, hold on, mama, look, you told me I don't have to, you get what I'm saying? Let me, let me tell you a true story, Sam. So, yeah. so mm-hmm. when we were younger, you know, life was a little bit in turmoil. I wish my mom was on here right now, but she has a class. So mm-hmm. we used to go to like family counseling and this little place it was called Happy Child. Mm-hmm. And so what they they teach the kids is to is that you have to establish boundaries with your yeah. parents as well. And so they taught us this um this saying that says, I don't accept that. Yeah. And so my mom and I'm agreeing to I don't accept that. And my little sister used to wear it out. My mom would be saying something and yelling at something. She'd be like, I don't accept that. <laughs> like I don't, you know, and you could see the frustration mm-hmm. on my mother's face. Mm-hmm. But then she had to say, you know what? This was something we agreed to, and you're right. 
how how can I do this better? Like, what is it that you will? But we used to laugh so hard because kind of I don't accept that. Yeah. And so I, I started saying that as well. Like, I don't accept that. But, you know, when we're talking about taking the emotions out of it, because we do get emotional very quickly. Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with em- uh, controlling people, you know, one of the things that they play on is your overly sensitive, you know, behaviors or yeah. your. And then when you do that, you go into crying. They're like, oh, see, you always got to be crying. You always got to be doing it. And so it it gives them the excuse and justifies and then they can tell people yeah every time i say to her she just you know cry whatever it doesn't matter that there's a legitimate Mm -hmm. issue Mm -hmm. when you're overly emotional that's easily overlooked it's easily overlooked so you have to like you say sometimes you have to just suck that up and try to keep your emotions at bay so that you can talk reasonably and logically and you know in an even tone in a, in a manner that the communication can be heard absolutely. instead absolutely. of all of the other stuff. So absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. That is the point. And, and ladies and gentlemen, hold on, before we go any further though, make sure that you are giving us a great, great, great review. If you can dig this. Okay. If you're under, if, if, if this show is resonating with you, please, please, please click the link that's shown, right. That's on our website. Let us know what you think about that. Let us know what you think about the show and the sanity check and ways that we can improve it. If anything. And also if there's any topics that you may want to hear or want us to go over, it would be a great opportunity. So when we're talking about dealing with controlling people, we just talked about moving the emotions out of it you have to it's 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 a it's a dance okay it is a dance because if you just remove it stale face right off the back say you know what what you're saying right now doesn't make sense to me and technically blah 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 nope nope no that is not what you do in a relationship especially when it's dealing with someone that you love right and and if the relationship is worth it so if someone is popping off and they're going up Bring it down yourself. Look, inject logic, but also let them know that you hear them. You understand them. Hey, good morning. Good morning. You want to let those individuals know, hey, uh, if I dealt with what you're dealing with right now, I would feel the same way. Keep in mind, A, B, C, D, and E. So now how do we fix that? You feel me? You can't yeah. just give them all the numbers and analytics and all the uh, uh all the 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 dang on sites and everything. I don't Which care. About- do we work on? <laughs> yeah, they don't care about that. They want you to know that whatever the case it is. So if you are dealing with a person that is being overbearing or controlling, uh, let them know that you do still love and appreciate them the way that you need to say it, right? Because that by itself may uh, uh, flare up something else. Like starting a conversation off like, well, look, you know I love you. You know I respect you. Blah, 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 blah. Then you get down to logic. Then you sound, you still sound plastic. So it's a dance. Like, you know, you know. So with that being said, find a way to give verbal and nonverbal affirmations that you are still hearing this person. However, the conversation is, it, you're not moving in the, you're, you're not going to move in the direction that they want you to move in. So you want to let them know that you do hear them, you trust their guidance, right? But you still have the right to do what you want to do. You did just like they gave you, just like they have the right. But what you going to say, Camille? 
No, I just, that's the thing that like, we all are entitled to our own choices. You know, we live our lives. I don't have the authority to control everything that you have, nor do you have the authority. Now I can give you what I, I, you know, my opinion or whatever advice, but whether you take it or not, and then it's not for you to throw it back in my face. If, you know, I didn't do it and didn't work, or I did something else and it didn't work, but you know, we talk about it in love. And then sometimes you do, you have to table it. You know, and I say that, you know, we right now it's not going anywhere. You know, like, let's calm down a little bit. Let's, you know, just go out and meet. <laughs> I wonder these people. All right, let's go eat. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's go outside. Let's take a walk. Let's do something. And then maybe, you know, once all of that emotion and all the tension and stuff is down, then maybe we can come back together once we thought about what has been said and what hasn't been said and all this kind of stuff. Then maybe we can come back together and talk about it. Um, the other thing that I had to deal with a lot was, you know, people saying things like, I have a bad memory. No, I don't have a bad memory. I really don't. There's some things that I care about, some things that I don't. The things that I don't, it doesn't matter. It's small stuff. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not about to get into it over small, insignificant things. It doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. But like the thing that crazy makers like, oh, well, you forgot this, but they do the same thing. And it's like, no, you just said that. No, I didn't. I didn't say it. And it's like, OMG, that drives me nuts. And I have to go, okay, is this worth the squeeze or not? You know, mm -hmm. but you're not going to sit here and call me crazy. You're not going to sit here and talk about my, my memory, but you just said something five minutes ago. You can't remember it. And then it was, you know, it it gets it gets to the point where you go, you have to make a decision, you know, but at the same time, back to what you were saying is you don't have that type of authority over me. Mm -hmm. I'm a grown person. Right. We can make the decision together. But if mm -hmm. I choose to do something for my life separate from you, then you just be okay with it. not separate from the relationship. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if it's you know something that I I choose to pursue, then okay, you support me or you don't. But don't beat me down about it or don't you know think that you is what works for you doesn't work for me. Hey, you know, and you know what you said that you said something that was so key. Not only am I a, 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 a grown individual, I'm my own individual. Like, listen, I did not come to you to have another father. You understand what I'm saying? I didn't come, like, wait a minute. Look, hold on. Do you know your role? Hey, <laughs> yo, look, do you know, do you, why are you here? Hey, do you know why you're here? You're not here to give me, you're not here to give me your manual to my life. Listen to what I'm saying, y'all. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about dealing with controlling people. You are not here to give me what you did so I can do what you did. You get what I'm saying? I'm I hope you're here to love me, respect me, right? Just like you want me to love and respect you. And listen, we go do this thing together right on. Let's do it together, ups and downs. But stop trying to tell me how to go through my own ups and downs. You can do it out of love. Keep this in mind. You can do it out of love. Say, hey, baby, look, ah, make sure you just check this out. Boom, 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 you know, if you want to give that advice. But don't get mad because I don't want... <laughs> To take your advice. What if your advice don't taste good? Hey, listen, watch this. What if your advice worked for you and not me? Can you think? What if it's just not my preference? Hey, hey, listen. What if I just don't want to do it? Are you gonna get mad? Listen, your whole day yeah. will get will be ruined because somebody don't want to do what you spent 25 minutes. Do, do you know how crazy we would be in sanity check if you did not do 
anything that we have been advising you to do. And then <laughs> and, and then we cut off the whole network because y'all don't like us. What? Get on out of here. We don't y'all listen. We have we're an going. opportunity to share what you do with it is what you do with it. You know? Y'all, listen, I'm sorry, y'all. We're going over time, but uh, <laughs> Camille, go ahead and uh, uh, go ahead and uh, wrap it up. Well, sure, we need to wrap it up anyway. But, yeah. Um, so anyway, controlling people, you know, know the signs, how to deal with them, and then know, you know, some things that may happen when you do decide to confront a bully or a controlling person. So I hope you guys have a wonderful day. Sanity check. We got 13 seconds. Got to get about. <laughs> love y'all. Yes. And yes, yes, we do love y'all. And so going to be real smooth and quick. If those of you out there that are dealing with controlling individuals, look into the chat, right? We have something there for you to uh, contact individuals. Okay. This is the, the national domestic violence hotline, right? It's a 24 hour, uh, 24 hour, hours a day and provide service by phone 1-800-799-7233 okay please 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 if you need help go and get the help all right but we're going to see y'all soon next week right on right on right on